you are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. I'm your host, Robin Ayers, with you Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. on that ride home, or you might already be at home, whatever the case is. Uh, I hope there's not too much traffic for you and that you get to relax on this beautiful Wednesday. Uh, it's a great one for me. I'm, I'm looking forward to having a great show today. And some of you may have already seen the flyer and what we're talking about today. It's going to be a good one. We've got some great contributors today to let you know what's going on. And if you want to join in on that conversation, you already know what I'm going to say. <laughs> you can call us at 1-800-920-1580. You can also join us right now over in our YouTube chat because that's always lit. I mean, it's a great, great, great situation over here with our community. Uh, So go ahead and do that. Join us right now, KBLA 1580. And as a matter of fact, while you are over there, you should be following us on if you're on the Internet right now, if you're on your phone. Well, you know what? Don't leave the show. <laughs> don't don't leave. Don't leave. You can go afterwards and you can listen to uh, or you can pull up KBLA 1580 on all of our social media platforms. That's a good idea. You should follow me at Robin Ayers because that's a good idea, too. Anyway, I hope you are having a, a wonderful uh, Wednesday so far. Let's go ahead and um, get started with some up some updates for you. I'm actually going to. Um, interesting i'm gonna keep my eye out on this one we know that Dwayne wade has confirmed we are talking about Dwayne wade who has confirmed that he's been approached by democrats to run for senator in florida okay can you see that a senator okay well you know what we will we'll be open-minded about it all number one and we will um Go ahead and keep our eye on that with Dwayne Wade. He says right now it's just a conversation. So, okay. Okay, great. Uh, We are also looking to um, see what happens with Chris Brown. He says he's dropping a new album called 1111. Right now it looks like that is the... uh, Listen, you don't understand. I'm a a huge Chris Brown fan, okay? So me me and Chris Brown, I'll probably listen to the album. I'm sure it's going to be great. This is going to be his 11th studio album. His 11th album, he says uh, the release date is 11-11 because this is his 11th album and there will be 11 songs on the album. So, all right, good good for him. We will see how that goes. Also, we know that there is another sequel coming for The Harder They Fall. I don't know if you watched that, that film. It was such a good one. It really was. It was starring Jonathan Major. So, as you can imagine... And Jonathan Majors, who's in major trouble right now. Okay, part of the part in the pun. Um, he seems to be uh it could possibly be that he'll be the holdup. I don't know. We don't know this yet, but the director has confirmed that there will be a sequel. So we'll see if uh his legal troubles will prevent him from being in the movie or whatever happens. We'll we'll just see. We'll see what happens. So anyway, those are your updates. But let's go ahead and get into the raw report. Um, all right, that raw report, 
you already know. If you see the, the flyer, you guys can see that we're talking about Stephen A. Smith today. Uh, one of our contributors that you know, Nick Hamilton, um, he posted, he, he reposted a clip of Stephen A. Smith. And what he's talking about, I think it's a very interesting topic to break down. But Nick is going to call in for us and break it down even further because we'll listen to what Stephen A. Smith has said. And we'll get some background before we break it down with our contributor of the day. So we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about Chica. Um, I've spoken about Chica recently because she's always in some heat, number one. It's just a trip. The girl is always in some heat. This this young lady is a rapper. She is a, an upcoming um She's an up-and-coming uh, uh, actress. She does a lot of great things, and I believe she's truly talented. But she was recently in trouble for saying uh, she she was next to some babies on a flight. If you remember me talking about this story, she was next to some babies, and she called them out. She basically called them out because uh, she says they woke her up on a flight, and she uploaded uh, she uploaded her uh, Twitter, so her Wi-Fi, and she basically cursed out the parents of the babies who are sitting next to her. Anyway, Chica is in hot water again because she's talking about hip hop and in ways that she cannot necessarily receive it because she doesn't feel welcomed in that community. We're going to break that down for you on the other side. Let's go ahead and get started with the Raw Report. You are uh, listening to KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. And as always, I've got the incredible TK Trinidad with me. It's Wednesday, so you already know what that means. We've got TK in the uh, on the line to break down these topics with us. TK, how are you today? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. Thank you so much. It's the middle of the week, and you know what that means. We're at a home stretch, so I, I always feel good about that as well. Um, I hope you had a so far a wonderful Wednesday and I hope you've had an opportunity to look into these topics because I want to jump right in if that's all right with you because you know I really want to break these things down um, you've already seen we we're talking about Stephen A. Smith who uh, he went on sort of a rant you know and and I feel like he's gained a few new uh, people who are riding with him um, but but because I want to, I'm going to play this clip, and because there's more to the story, I actually have Nick Hamilton on the line with us as well. And Nick is going to help us break down exactly what happened and give us some more information behind the scenes of this video. But let's go ahead and listen to Stephen A. Smith right now. Do you know that if that reporter goes up to you and doesn't ask you about that, the editor's like, come in. Why do I have you on the beat? You going home. You got to understand that everybody has a job to do. A lot of times, particularly if it's a beat writer and it's somebody that's in that locker room after every game and is talking, is cultivating a relationship with you. They know you. So the last thing they want to do is come up to you and ask you that question. They have no choice because their job is on the line. And no matter how bad your game was that day, your contract guaranteed. And it's for... A gazillion times more than that journalist made. You know, you got cats that, and they're going to remain nameless as players, because I'm not going to do that to them. But when I went hard on a couple of superstar players, I happen to know for a fact they tried to get a couple of journalists fired. And 
It's because the journalists asked them about something that they were hearing. And they brought up the brother. But when Woj reported it, or Shams reported it, you ain't say <laughs> Now see, that's when Stephen A, now that, that Bronx, that Queens dude comes out. Oh, so we gonna call a brother out making 75, 85, maybe a hundred thousand that they can wipe off the map in a heartbeat and you can know it. And you would do that to him. But the white dude, whoa, Shams, whatever. And I, and I work, Woj and I have a good relationship, respect the hell out of him. He's the ultimate insider, stuff like that. Shams does a great job as well. I'm not, I'm not throwing no shade on right, that. Right, right, right. I'm saying I'm watching the athlete. You said nothing. You said nothing. And, that's when you see me, you like, what's wrong with Stephen A? Mm. Why are you coming like that? What's going on? Because I'm pissed. Because I know Intel and I know what you're doing. Okay. And I know how you try to do it. All right. I mean, I think he's making a great point. But again, to bring this point home a little bit further and discuss the behind the scenes of some things that we may not know what Stephen A. Smith is talking about. Let's go ahead and get... Uh, our one of our other contributors who's not contributing with us today, but he is contributing in his own way. Nick Hamilton. How's it going, Nick? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm, you know, I'm living and breathing. Thanks for having me on, Robin. I appreciate it. Absolutely. No, thank you, Nick. And you know what? This is something that you posted about. And I saw that a lot of blogs picked up this story. So, you know, because you posted about it, I'm sure that you can fill us in on exactly what Stephen A. Smith is talking about. Um, he's discussing how the relationship, as you said, between journalists and athletes and uh, specifically one thing in particular. So maybe you can give us a little bit of information before we go ahead and give this over to TK to, to weigh in on. Yeah, I mean, it's something that we as journalists have been saying for years, but I'm glad someone of Stephen A's caliber and the platform that he has is able to uh, be able to disseminate that and be able to have the masses hear it. The important part of it is now not just about hearing it or listening to it, but now coming up with solutions to improve this ever-growing problem of, you know, journalists and athletes. What I mean by that is when you do go in these locker rooms, when you do go into you know, some of these, these press conference rooms. Um, quite frankly, there's not many of us in there that look like us. Um, and so we're trying to do a job. We want to tell the story because when you cover the NFL or you cover the NBA, which is 75 to 80 plus percent black, um, even the sports that aren't necessarily primarily black, like Major League Baseball or NHL, um, you still have a job to do. And we're trying. We're here to tell a story, and all 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 it's about really is about letting, allowing us to do our jobs, and being respectful on both ends. Reporters have to be respectful. Athletes have to be respectful, and understanding that hey, man, we have a job to do. We're not here to every 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 journalist or every reporter is not trying to TMZ you. We're actually trying to do a story, Um, and sometimes these athletes, I think, sometimes they don't necessarily fully understand the fact that hey. You created the news. We didn't make this stuff mm-hmm. up. You create. You helped create it, or somebody in your party helped create it. So it's up to us to do our due diligence and to say, "Hey, what about this? What about that?" And I mean, I just I was dealing with an incident just last week between myself and one of my reporters because there was a, a situation where I'd asked a, a, a young athlete uh, asked her a question. She refused to answer it, um, but hours and hours before. She said that she wanted to hold out for a particular mainstream outlet, mm. and so she didn't give us any information. And it's like, well, wait a minute. How can you 
you know, do us like that. I'm talking about we're regulars. This is not something we come up when it's something sensational or when it's just a hot, the hot button topic. We're there majority of the time. Um, I know my outlet is. And so it was just very, very disheartening when you don't give us the information, but you'll hold out for a mainstream outlet that don't give a damn about you. Um, and it makes our jobs harder because now what, what, what is our audience going to go off of? Sure. I mean, it's a win-win situation. You have yeah. to help us build. We help you build. And especially those in the NFL, WNBA, NBA communities where we're able to tell your story accurately and correctly because we come from the same background, uh, socioeconomic conditions. So we're not going to try to misconstrue uh, any of the information or try to distort your story. We're trying to tell your story like it is and not like it was and, yeah. and be able to say, build that rapport with you and say, you can trust us. And that's something I've been able to do over the course of my career because there's quite a bit of things that I have not disclosed publicly that I knew about some of these athletes, but I didn't do it because I wasn't trying to destroy them. And it wasn't yeah. relevant to what I needed to do. Right. And I well, think that's what Stephen A is like. Hey, man, let's. Yeah. Let's try to get on one accord and let's do what we need to do uh, to, to to make sure that everything gets out the way you want it to get out and the me, way it also helps us. Let me let me go ahead and get to TK. Um, TK, you are in the same industry, it, not necessarily sports per se, but you are a reporter. Uh, you know what that's like to have to ask. Sometimes you, we, we have to ask some uncomfortable questions to people. Um but in this case where Stephen A. Smith is talking about the fact that uh, a particular athlete or some athletes, he, he wasn't going to name any names, but uh, basically are wanting to, uh, they might be uncomfortable with certain questions, but wanting to get certain uh, journalists fired and things like that for the types of questions that they ask. But on the other hand, they might they might give those answers to, like Nick's point, to another outlet or to a white colleague or um or something like that have you ever been in a position like that and just from your stance on this how do you feel about uh the talent in this case we're talking about athletes but the talent versus the the journalists well i mean there's it's also in the entertainment industry as well so um i think charlemagne in his very first book he talked about it where he said, you know, as somebody in the industry, you have to make a decision. And this is something what he said Wendy Williams told him. It's like you can either be for the people or you can be for, you know, the celebrities or the athletes. Mm -hmm. And if you do that, then, you know, you not you might not ask the tougher questions. And um, as well, I think we also made reference to like TMZ. I think the way we report and the way people are expecting us to report is definitely changed over the last 10 15 years mm -hmm. um so there's just a lot of different things that are, that are coming to play like you you build these relationships with people and they they expect you not to ask the tough tough questions because now you're kind of in the circle now you're going to the parties now you're going to this so they're, they're not wanting to give you that information and then you also have whoever's handling them the talent there have been plenty of red carpets and events where you know as black media we've been skipped over um, in order for, you know, this bigger publication mm -hmm. to talk about whatever. And, you know, we might have more relevant questions because we know the community. So there's just so many different things that are, that are kind of in play with what Stephen A said. Definitely agree. Um, but I think um, the education and the, the understanding of, you know, the difference between a journalist, a host, 
somebody who's just like an entertainment personality yeah. or a blogger. There's there's so many different different variations that you know a lot of people lump them together and no shade against you know whoever is doing what but somebody who's a journalist is seeking the truth yeah they're right? actually yeah There's you're, somebody you're right who's, you know somebody who's a podcaster who's like i just want to present you know whatever the hot take is and so their their whole thing is to go after you know whatever the drama is sure. so you know kind of just differentiating between all of that so there's a lot of different the the field has gotten bigger but we ha- also haven't defined it on so many different levels um and and that's a very good point actually nick let me let me go back to you and ask that what do you notice because you're actually there you'll be in locker rooms you're right you're right there in in the um during all the press conferences and things like that when it comes to athletes. What is that fine line that you see, Nick, from a a reporter who's actually doing their job? They are for the people, like TK just mentioned, and they're not necessarily trying to nestle up to uh, an athlete just to try to get cool with them or maybe be invited to the next parties or become friends with them. Because I'm sure you've seen both. What is that fine line to make you... um, to be well respected, but then still be, um, you know, friendly towards the 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 athletes. And uh, the, part two to that question is, if you can remember this, <laughs> I'm thinking about when uh, you get too friendly with a talent, a celebrity, an athlete, and then you have to sort of mix your business with pleasure and they may not want to answer certain things or they may not want you to get too close to them because just because at the end of the day you're still media and have a job to do so i'm just wondering nick in your um in your experience what that must be like and what do you notice with the lines being crossed well i think it's authenticity i think you have to be upfront with the person that you're dealing with i think you have to let them know that hey man i'm not here to destroy you but I also have a job to do. Mm-hmm. And if you do get friendly, because I mean, you know, there's certain players that I'm cooler with than others. There's certain entertainers that I'm, you know, better acquainted with than others. Um, just because we just develop a rapport. Because if they see you so many times, after a while, they're like, okay, I keep seeing you. You know, hey, man, what's going on? How you doing? You know, um, and that's all fine and good. And now, the responsible things on our end as reporters, journalists, you know, whatever it may be, is, hey, let's say if I'm going on a particular show like this one and we're discussing a particular topic and I know that person, right? Like, I've been cool with that person. I have their phone number or I have something, you know, that's that's not what everybody else has. Mm -hmm. My responsibility is to hit them up and say, hey, look, man, we're about to talk about this. Is there something you want to tell me? Because if not, I got to go on this show and I got to discuss this, right? Mm -hmm. So then if they still get mad, I, I can say, well, hey, man, I gave you a heads up. You know, I, I told you what was going to be discussed and I gave you opportunity so I could give that information to the people that may be listening or watching and letting them know. So I think it's just a fine line on how you go about handling your business and making sure that, you know, you know what you're there for as well. Because I can party with you. And again, it's also confidentiality. Like I said earlier, you know, if you see something and you know something, you don't always have to report on it trying to get the, the clickbait. You know, some things are better left unseen. Yeah. And some things that you see, you know, I was hanging out with an athlete and we were at a club and we were at a party and I saw them doing all kinds of stuff. Have I ever reported on it? No, I never will. Why? Because that's not what I'm there for. I'm there to hang out. They invited me to have a good time. And that's exactly what I'm there for. Yeah. You got to build build that trust. You got to build the rapport. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's what it's about. 
There's yeah. a trust on both ends. Um, TK, I want to ask you this. We only have about a minute, so I need a. Uh, I'm going to throw it to you in a second. Uh, Forrest Harrison says politicians do it too. They don't spend nearly as much money with black media as they do with everybody else. Um, I absolutely agree with you on that. And part of my question to you, TK, just give me a, a quick answer here. Um, do you believe that that is the case when when athletes try to hold out for, you know, a white media uh, outlet or try to hold out for white journalists? Do you think it's because we've built in our community, black people have built a negative connotation towards uh, how we report in the news? Maybe it is salacious. Do you do you believe it has something to do with that? I don't I don't think so. I think it has to do with numbers okay. and then it also has to deal with whoever the handlers are. So I think it's two things. Mm, okay that makes that makes a whole lot of sense to me um nick hamilton i can't thank you enough for uh calling in thank you for again for posting this story which a lot of the blogs have started to repost and thank you for giving us your your input on this thank you so much hey thank you and tk she's out here testifying because she's speaking that truth yeah (laughs) tk always does that's how she gets down uh listen uh nick i'm sure we're going to talk with you another time very very soon so thank you again enjoy the rest of your evening and when we come forward uh we're going to have um more conversation and we're going to talk about this chica lady who is now catching a lot more heat because of um what she said about the hip-hop community and so we'll break all of that down on the other side. You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Right now, we've got news, traffic, and sports. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Lil Real Howery. Right now, you're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. That's right. You are inside The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. If you're just joining us, welcome on in. Let's go ahead and get to the uh, rest of what we're talking about. And we're going to stream. We are streaming live, everybody, just so you know. Um, We've got that coming up. So listen, uh, before we, we came forward on our news traffic and sports, we were talking about Stephen A. Smith and breaking it down on what what the athletes must go through with journalists or actually vice versa. What the journalists must go through with athletes when they're asking questions and sometimes uncomfortable questions. Y'all know that that's a, a passion point for me. I go in when it talks when, when I talk about media and what it's like as a person in media, when you're having to have discussions, when you're on a red carpet, when you're in a press junket, when you're writing stories, when you're on a radio show, you're doing interviews, you're trying to bring information and news to your community, what that relationship is like. It's just such a a passionate thing for me to talk about. So I can do that one all day. But we are going to move forward with our entertainment contributor of the day, which is TK Trinidad. Um, She's going to get back in here and discuss this one with us. Chica, who I've already mentioned to you guys, Chica is one of those people who I think she's extremely talented, this up-and-coming rapper and and uh, an actress, and she's just a talent all around. But she is always finding herself in some heat, and she oftentimes blames it on mental health. That's one of the things a lot of people kind of peg her for. They say that she plays the victim a lot of times. Well, you all know that this is the 50th year of hip-hop, so, you know, happy birthday, hip-hop. She's saying... She doesn't feel embraced by the community so that it's it's hard for her to even celebrate it. She specifically says 
It's hard to celebrate the 50th anniversary of hip hop because I don't feel accepted or embraced by the community for real. I was she said that she wasn't trying to say nothing, but whose feelings am I trying? Whose feelings am I protecting by not saying that? Well, Chica caught a lot of heat. As you can imagine, um, my thoughts, TK, really, this isn't about you. <laughs> you are brand new to the, the not, not you. We're talking about TK. This is not about TK or any specific person for that matter. This is about hip hop, a culture, a genre, a lifestyle that turned 50 years old from, uh, you know, in the faces of people who said it would never happen. Um, TK, give me your thoughts on the fact that um chica is one to she's first of all we know that she's always in heat is she deserving of this backlash or do you kind of understand her point behind what she's saying um i mean these situations i always feel like i'm getting a little like at the end of the day i agree with you it's not about it's not about you and i feel like in today's society with the twitters and the instagrams and everything that we have and we can now give our opinion about everything and everyone you know, even though you might feel left out, it's not about you. It's bigger than you. And it's what you can contribute to the the medium. So if you feel like you're not being celebrated enough, then that's, that's you. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's kind of one of those things. Like you're celebrating hip hop. You're celebrating the history. You're celebrating all the things that have come out of it you're celebrating the now the fact that it's you know it's mainstream at one point it was banned they're celebrating so many different things um and for you know you to have the audacity to say well you know i don't feel like the community is embracing me well you know what are you (laughs) what one what are you doing you know Mm -hmm. for the community to embrace or not embrace you because like you can't just if you really want to be embraced by something Per se. You have to put yourself out there and do the work from your heart and not say, oh, well, I'm doing this and you want to be, you know, um, worshipped. So, mm-hmm. you know, with this and kind of like, yeah, I'm not I, I'm I'm from that mentality. Just like put your head down, do the work, do yeah. what you love to do. And if you're deserving of it, then people will celebrate you. Absolutely. I think Everybody, for that matter, especially those people over in hip hop uh, who have any part of of the culture who started it, the founders all the way till now. The whole point is, is that this is supposed to be a gift of yours, a gift that you give back to the world. Right. This is not something that you put out to get attention. Now, it's funny. I I actually posted something in my stories today talking about um, it was Whoopi Goldberg years ago, the younger Whoopi Goldberg, who's talking about acting, because as you all know, I am in pursuit of acting at this time. But uh, she says, don't don't act because you want to get famous. You come over here and act because you want to act, not to get famous, because that's luck, right? So basically, if you want to come act, do it for the exploration of it. Do it to um, to be creative and to like learn different things, learn history and try different things. She talks about trying your, your hand at Shakespeare and learning. And it's about the love of something. So for someone like Chica to say, I don't feel accepted, I think you hit the nail on the head, TK. What are you doing time and time? Because that's a real broad statement to make. It wasn't like she said, you know, this one time I had beef with (laughs) y'all. You know, y'all had beef with me this one time. 
for you to say as a whole, you don't feel accepted by hip hop, by the hip hop community. That says something probably a little bit more deeply about you than it says about anybody else for that matter. Um, so it's unfortunate. I think that she was she was sort of telling she was sort of like, you know, showing her hand a little bit about what your intentions are in this game. And it's unfortunate because I do think that she's extremely talented. Um, but to Forrest Harrison's point over here in YouTube, he says she's too new to the game to even complain. It's the microwave generation. They want it now. Uh, Penny Thompson says, uh, TK, yes, say that. Do the work. Absolutely. Do the work. That's what it's all about in my eyes. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't look like that's what it's about for uh, for Chica. But I will say this at the same time, I don't know how how familiar you are with um with Chica, but she's been out for some years. She started making some oh, no, some she's been out. Yeah. She she's been out. Yeah, she went viral with that whole Kanye um song that she came out with. It pretty much got mm -hmm. her viral and, and her career started to do some things. But here's the thing about it, and I don't know if you notice this too. Something is holding her back from actually rising. Because for the amount of time that she's been out, for the amount of talent that this girl has, she should be further in the game than what she really is. And I well, feel I mean, like I that's you... like people aren't really trying to let her let her get up there because she's got some other things she needs to deal with. What's your take on it? Um, well, I think you you hit the nail like it's at, at the end. Sometimes. I mean, how many people you you've gone to church and, you know, they have these amazing voices. And I mean, we live in L.A. There's so many people trying to to make it. And what is what is the ultimate goal? Like, I know, you know, for instance, comedians who've been in this comedian space for 20 plus years and they're traveling the world. But guarantee you wouldn't know who they are, mm -hmm. but they are satisfied. They're living their best life, etc. Yeah. Same thing with actors. Um so it really just depends on on the goal. On the flip side, too, uh, if you're being if you're trying to get into those spaces, you know, those upper echelon spaces and the doors keep, you know, slamming in your face, mm -hmm. it could also be, you know, what locker room etiquette. You know what I'm saying? What what happens what happens when the doors are closed? Like how are how do you treat people? You know, did you rub a certain yeah. person the wrong way? All those things, you know, come into play as far as why you can't get into certain um certain um, avenues it's kind of like who's speaking on your behalf when you're not in the room and if you're a good person there's a lot of people speaking on your behalf if you're not a good person then you know no but nobody's really willing to stick up for you so for somebody who's yeah. been in the game for that long you know opportunities networking all that stuff should present itself you said it. I mean, that's exactly it. That is what I believe. I believe that you being a kind person, being a good person will get you in far more doors and keep you there than sometimes even your talent. Your talent, if you could be the most talented person in the world, but be difficult to work with, be nice, nasty to people and, and you won't go anywhere. But the nicest person in the room. You know, people, they want you around if you're a light. If you're a light and you bring happiness to them, they want you around. And you can learn the stuff on the way. You can learn the other things. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, no, that's a great point. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen with this Chike lady. I, again, I think she's talented. I hope the best for her. But she needs to go ahead, like you said, put put her head down and keep it, keep it moving. Um, they are agreeing with you over here in our YouTube chat. Hello to you, Mimi. Hello to you, Penny Thompson, and all of you guys who are joining in. TK, thank you again for joining me on the Raw Report today. Can you let everybody know where they can find you online? 
Thanks for having me. You can find me on all the things everywhere at TK Trinidad. We appreciate you so much, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you. You too. Thank you. When we come forward, we will have your uh, your who's got next. And, and I like this one today. Okay. And we're also going to have what not to miss on the other side. You're listening to The Rob Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay there. Hey, I'm Damian Young. I'm chilling with Robin on The Rob Report. Okay. So um, you guys know that I like to bring some heat. All right, and uh, this today is no different. We are going to go ahead and get to your who's got next. This person, is they did something a little bold, but I like it. I like being bold. Uh, this guy, his name is Stan Walker, and he has he's given us his uh, rendition of Kanye's Ultra Light Beam. Let's go ahead and drop that. Okay, Stan Walker. Very, very, very nice. I think it's a nice little vibe that he's bringing. Okay, Benny Thompson says, okay, it's different vibe, but I feel you. Yeah, it is a different vibe, but I think it's bold of him to go ahead and try his hand at that ultralight beam. Definitely got a, a cool, you know, yeah, okay, okay. Forrest Harrison says he can dig it. He has a great voice, definitely. Now, I love a good singer who is just giving us um passion and giving us um emotion he's emoting in his in his singing i love that i love a, a singer who can do that so uh shout out to stan walker who decided to bring it with kanye's ultra light beam okay so yeah y'all check that out and check out some more music that he's got out there for sure all right let's talk about what i don't want you to miss oh male adele Male Adele is what DJ Black 909 says. I can get with that. Uh-huh. I can get with that. Okay. So if you, um, this is, this seems pretty good. Okay. Tony Morrison's, you remember the, 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 okay. Tony Morrison's The Bluest Eye is, uh, has an adaptation for the stage. Y'all, okay, you just need to know about this. I came across this and I just saw uh, how amazing the, the the artwork is. The visuals are amazing. August 27th through the 24th, this is something that you probably should check out. And um, this is, uh, yeah, August 27th through September 24th, I'll say. It is called The Bluest Eye. And uh, the author, of course, is uh, Toni Morrison. And it's going to be fantastic, it looks like. Um, if you want to get some more information on this, where it's going to be, uh, more information on on the, the other cast members, you can go to annoisewithin.org. I got to say this. Sometimes I, I see information on um, social media, and I'll just be scrolling and just happen to see something that reaches out to me. I mean, it grabs me by the soul. And so, so certain times I will... Um, I'll, you know, I'll take heed. I'm like, okay, looks like I should go there. And I will, I'll go and I'll attend. And they are on point. I don't know who's, who's doing this promotional stuff. I don't know who's on top of this, but they seem to be on point. Because every time that I've gone anywhere that I've actually been brought to the Rob Report to you guys to tell you what not to miss, I have gone out. I have uh, attended several of the events or um, concerts 
certain plays, musicals. I've done that. I've done it. And they are usually on point. So uh, you got to check it out for yourself. Again, August 27th through September 24th, Toni Morrison's The Bluest Eye. You can find out more information on www.anoisewithin.org. Okay. Yeah, Pretty Brown Mimi says the brother can sing. And if you see, uh, it's interesting. Stan Walker, I think, is a, a, a blue-eyed soul. I believe so. This is what I'm getting from it. If you if you check out the video, his, his live, his live, you know, video, it seems he seems like he's uh, a blue-eyed soul. I don't know. I don't know. But I like his I like his music. I, I like his vibe. Definitely a fun show tonight, you guys. Um, tomorrow is Thursday. We are looking to bring it all over again with another hot show, hot topics. And um, again, you guys are always more than welcome to call. You can do that. I tell you every single day. But I love how y'all show up for me over in our YouTube chat. So I appreciate it. Uh, I also appreciate TK Trinidad for calling in as the contributor. And I appreciate Nick Hamilton also for contributing today as well. It's been fun. We'll do it all over again tomorrow. You guys, remember, I'm your host, Robin Ayers, and today and every day forward, be a blessing.